Are you sick and tired of the financial bondage that's been holding you back? Are you ready to take charge of your finances to cut your mortgage payment in half while reducing your taxes significantly? If yes, then this podcast is for you. Fiscal Fitness and Freedom can pay off the national debt in less than 10 years. So from humble beginnings of just about $500, Scott built a billion-dollar mortgage company. So here's your host, Scott Smith. everyone. Welcome back to Fiscal Fitness and Freedom. I'm Laura Lewis. I'm here with Scott Smith. How are you, Scott? Doing good, Laura. Just got back from a trip out to California talking about Financial Freedom Act. Oh, that's awesome. A lot Um, of excitement out there. (laughs) I bet. I uh, wanted to do some questions from Ask Scott. And we've talked about this before. There's a little question box on the website fiscalfitnessandfreedom.com. And we have a little section where you can submit a question. You just press the button, you talk, we transcribe it and we pull them into the episode. So today's question is, is there a specific event or moment that made you realize our nation was sliding into economic distress? (laughs) Well, I got that. I got asked that out in California. (laughs) Maybe it was the same person. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder, right? Well, they're getting their question answered then. <laughs> I don't know. I, it, you know, you look at how your life goes and there's, it, and sometimes there seems to be like themes there. And that theme started with my dad. <laughs> I remember, you know, like eight, nine, 10 years old, he would be looking at things. He goes, our, our, our economies." Sliding to a, into an abyss, our nation's going down the tubes. <laughs> he was predicting, you know, uh, economic blow up all the time for, you know, 50 years, I guess. He <laughs> um, was really in the future. <laughs> so, so, you know, that just, that really always got me to thinking about that. And I, I would, I talked to my grandparents a lot about the, what it was like in the past for them. And for my dad and I and mom, we would talk about, I remember them talking about how they built their house, you know, and they, you know, just with starter jobs, they were able to save up enough money to buy land and start building a house. And by the time I was getting around to a house, it was a very different picture. And today, of course, it's way different. You get out of college, only certain types of jobs are you really going to be able to buy a house at all. So it's a gradual process. I think, you know, the best answer to that question is, here's the problem. We are all kind of like that proverbial frog that gets put into a pot of water and you turn the heat up. Supposedly, I've never tried this on a frog. It seems (laughs) terrible. But supposedly, as the water gets hotter and hotter, there's no point in time in which it panics and tries to jump out. It just relaxes and takes the heat in. And so in some ways, that's, I think, our greatest danger because, you know, the national debt was being proclaimed as outrageously high when it was $5 trillion, you know, and and I remember thinking about that at the time going, oh my gosh, that's just like unacceptable. And now it's like 32 and doesn't 
it's no signs of slowing down unless we enact a payment tax and right. replace, replace all the other taxes with that. That's why I think most of the things I'm proposing are just simply inevitable. Maybe it happens after, you know, after I die, who knows? But at some point in time, it either has to happen or there's a total collapse, you know. And I think the closer you get to a real collapse, the more likely people will think this through and, and say, oh, wait, we need to change the way we're actually doing things. So I don't think there was one single point that caused me to think that way. But I do know that when I've talked to older people about what it was like for them to get started in life, that struck a nerve with me. I'm like, wow. And I do know that as a business person starting businesses and trying to run them, there were a whole bunch of wake-up calls in trying to do that. Looking right. at your own employees, looking at your own system, what does it cost to provide insurance? You get wake-up calls from that. I think the other, another big wake-up call for me was early on when I was involved in creating commercial mortgage-backed securities and working on the creation of the derivative, looking about and saying, there's really no end to these derivatives. You have over-the-counter derivatives and exchange-traded derivatives in every imaginable area today. And we still haven't scratched the surface. They're going to keep coming up. So we continually invent financial assets. I think that was a wake-up call when I realized there's like, there's no cap to this, whereas there is a limit to the water we have or the oil we have. Yeah. And that we have, there's no limit to this other. It's a series of wake-up calls, I think, on no one single moment. But that I know, I think it does. I think when uh, recently we talked a little bit more and just getting to know you a little bit better. And in one of our episodes, I was like, how long did this research take? And you're like 20 years. <laughs> and it's yeah. just so mind boggling to think yeah. about the fact that it would take somebody that much data and information and all of it to come to it. And it's, it's kind of why, I mean, I know how I'm impacted by certain things like in the economy, but similar to the frog, I think being a millennial and growing into like our first market crash and then the next mm -hmm. and the next, and it's, everything is so unprecedented, right? Until it isn't like now we just, we don't bat an eye because it's so common that yeah, I saw a hilarious thing the other day that was like, we had crypto when I was young too. And it was a bunch of beanie babies. Um, so just like little things like that, yeah. you know, we're just so unfazed now because it's been happening my whole life for sure. And the fact that it would take, like you said, 20 years to amass all of this information, it's something that you have to catch very early, right? Like you have to have mm -hmm. that notion from mm -hmm. what your father was saying and just making these realizations mm -hmm. to where it was like, okay, this is something that needs to be tackled. I, I do remember one other wake-up call, and I, I, I was on the West Coast visiting some of my grandkids, and they had a little person in it were some Disney dollars, which I hadn't seen for a long time. And to my recollection, it was in the early 90s, took the family to Disney World, and when you would give them, you use cash back then, you give them cash, so they give you change. <laughs> they gave you the change. <laughs> in Disney dollars. And at first you're like, wait a minute. And they go, don't worry, you can change them back into real dollars. 
whenever you want. So there was like a one with one of the characters on it, a five, a 10, and a 20, you know, different characters on it. And right away, you know, I mean, it's, it's not lost on anyone. You're like, oh, they want you to keep these as souvenirs. Right. And that's cash they're getting in exchange for these souvenirs, which were the cheapest, (laughs) easiest souvenirs they ever had to come up with. You know, sure enough, here my granddaughters have them. (laughs) So obviously we kept them for 30 years or so. But I just started thinking, looking at that, like, yeah, Disney can print these up and as long as we accept them. And I thought, you know, there's no reason I couldn't take a Disney dollar and spend it at Starbucks back in Boulder, Colorado, because they can redeem it whenever they want. Right. And I thought, oh, my God, it's only a matter of time until they start doing this in the digital area. (laughs) And so crypto and electronic currency in the early 90s, I'm like, oh, when that happens, there's like not going to be any holding back and that's going to be inflationary. And boy, they better jump on regulating that fast because... (laughs) <laughs> that will be a, a criminal's, you know, heyday. And, right. And so sure enough, you know, that that was a wake up call, too, because I remember thinking fiat currencies are just going to be nuts someday. And they yeah. are. Here, and, they, and here, here they are on that day. <laughs> it's, it's not near its end. I think it's only near its beginning. <laughs> yeah, that so, sounds about right. Yeah. So a lot of wake up calls. Wake up calls. Yeah might be interesting to ask listeners to send in like when were their moments of revelation when they suddenly thought oh my gosh this is alarming you know by the way the debt where it is now against the population it's like a hundred thousand dollars for each of us for the national debt no yeah that's like 32 trillion and by 320 million that's a hundred thousand per person so that's the wealthiest guy walking down the street in new york it's the guy sitting on the sidewalk. It's, it's a baby. Six-month-old <laughs> baby going along in a stroller. It's $100,000 on each of them. And we pay the interest on that every year with our taxes. Oh, my gosh. That's why we need to do a payment tax and get it paid off. And we can actually, in the book, if someone's listening to this podcast and hasn't read the book, Not only can you get rid of the deficit with a payment tax, but we can pay off the national debt in under 10 years time. And today with taxes, there's no way we can pay off the national debt. It's going to go to 50 and then 75 trillion. You know, there's just no way. And so we really do need to make a change where we are a debt-free nation or minimal debt at best and that we have a balanced budget and in in this case a surplus because with the new volume of payments at 25 basis points even after paying basic income health care college you know daycare all of those different benefits earned income credits everything i put in there it's over five trillion dollar surplus at 0.25 percent with payments being over nine thousand trillion dollars now so yeah we can turn this stuff around that's the key thing. It's the slide we're having is, is unbelievable, but it is only occurring because we have a flaw in our financial operating system, how we collect taxes and how we do banking. Easily corrected flaw. 
know, it's pretty massive flaw. We're basing pretty much everything on it. Massive flaw, the way we're doing it, but correctable in a nonpartisan way. Right. I'm yeah, curious so. now too, is there, are there any countries that are debt free? Does that exist? I don't know. I'd be surprised that there aren't some. I might go looking that up. Most of the countries, certainly, um, if you look at all the big ones in in the European Union, they they subsist on debt. Yeah. Um, But that brings up a good point. Our nation is in the best position of any of the nations out there in terms of implementing a payment tax and paying off our national debt. We're the only one that could do it this easily. So and it would put us at a huge advantage. Oh my word! It would be, it would be such a powerful thing to do. It's so interesting because I think if you're realistic about where our economy is and what's happening, you, you're appalled. You know, it's it's like, it's shocking. But at the very same time, here stands this simple solution that just turns it all around. I mean, we, we should be overjoyed. Right. I know it would make a huge difference, right? But I think it's for everyone. We should we should all be on this. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Well, look forward to our next episode. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. Tune in again. Thank you, everyone. So that's it for today's episode of Fiscal Fitness and Freedom. Head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener every single week who posts a review on iTunes We'll win a chance in a grand prize drawing to win a $25,000 value. Grand prize drawing for a private VIP mentoring session with Scott Smith himself. Be sure to head on over to FiscalFitnessAndFreedom.com and pick up a copy of Scott's blueprint to discovering your own unique formula to personal success. And join us on the next episode.